Hi friends, it's me, Diana Piquet, and it's Weight Loss Wednesday. Welcome! I'm a West Coast mama who has yo-yoed with weight my whole adult life. Over the last couple of years, I've been really doing my best to lean hard on a self-loving approach that would keep my weight in check, and it was realistic enough for me to do for the rest of my life. I'm really tired out from 40 years of losing a bunch of weight and then slowly gaining it back over time. It's been exhausting. I wanted to take care of this beautiful body of mine because I love being alive and I want to be a vibrant, confident, and healthy version of myself. I've been learning, journaling, reading. I've been listening to my own self-talk. I've been making some mistakes and yet observing my confidence growing week after week. I wanted to share my journey because I know what it's like to feel embarrassed or alone over this issue. And the truth is you absolutely are not. I hope you have a listen and I hope that in some way you can take some of this, apply it to your life and see some benefits. I'm so excited to share with you. And as always, I'm cheering you on from Huntington Beach. Hi, friends. So last week on Wednesday, I asked you guys if you could possibly do a seven, seven day uh, food journal and write down what you ate or what you're going to eat for the day and then just stick to whatever you said you're going to. I told you that it's a way of collecting wins, that I really had believed in it. It's a way of collecting data. And the more we know about ourselves and how our minds work, the more that we can change some of these habits that aren't serving us and get to the goals that we want, right? So if you listen to my last week's, I did not, I talked about food planning, but I did not talk about food prepping. If you know me, you know, I'm not a big fancy cook. I'm like a simple girl who can cook like 10 things, including like lasagna, tacos, meatloaf, chicken pot pie, like the normal stuff. Right. And what I had done in the past that ended up being sort of what I feel like, um, was not the messaging I wanted to send to my kiddos was that I would cook for them. Either I would cook for them like normal food and we would all sit down and then I would eat something different. Cause you know, only mom only eats poached chicken and, and broccoli, or I would, um, make them eat the chicken and broccoli. Like uh, mom's on a diet. So we're all on a diet and neither one of those things really was functioning very well. So this week, what I'm going to talk to you about isn't about food planning like for the day, like your 24 hour plan, I'm going to talk to you about food prepping for the week. And one of the reasons that I graduated to doing that instead of just doing it 24 hours in advance is I started doing it, uh, for the whole seven days. Now I do not, I would say I plan it all out and then I stick to about 75% of it because life is life, right? Stuff comes up, plans change, something looks better, whatever. But if you're exchanging like for like, like, you know, I'm going to have a two by two inch portion of lasagna that didn't work out. We ended up having to go over to grandma's house and she's serving whatever you do sort of like what you think is like an equivalent. Um, and just kind of stick to that. So what I do when I do my seven day plan is I first go in there and kind of jot down what the week looks like. I have uh, 14. Well, he's not a teenager anymore. He's 20. I have, uh, three teenagers, a 20 year old and a five year old. So everybody's going in different directions. You can never tell if I'm feeding myself, my husband and my five year old that night, or if I'm feeding, you know, all of these kids plus their friends. And that sometimes will happen. So I try and get a general idea of who has practice, who's got work, who's going to be home. If it's going to be a big family dinner then I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be a big family dinner and I'm going to cook such and such. 
um, and I lay everything out. If it's a if it's a smaller amount of people and I want to make it easy on myself and I'm like, we're going to go to Rubio's and we're, I'm going to get a little fresh taco and I'm going to take the night off from cooking. That's a great thing to plan too. But I lay everything out. One of the reasons I like to do it for a full seven days for me is because then I can go to the grocery store once. Um, I don't have to be like adding a grocery store trip every other day to the list of things that I've got to do for my mom duties. I just have the stuff there. Um, I also can kind of plan out like, Hey, we really love stroganoff, but Scarlett doesn't like it, but Scarlett is going to be gone for color guard. So let's do stroganoff that night when Scarlett's not there. So I can kind of like work the meal around who's going to be home instead of putting it on myself to food prep every night, a big glorious meal, which to me, a big glorious meal is defrosting some chicken, pounding it out, breading it in eggs and almond flour frying it in avocado oil and then having some veggies on the side and then taking some little potatoes, cutting them up, putting rosemary with it, baking those. Like it's, it's a leveled up like fried chicken and potato experience. It's the kids love it. They don't really even know the difference, but that's a fancy cooked meal for me. An unfancy cooked meal for me would be like Costco makes a really badass chicken pot pie and it's not that expensive. And it like, I mean, come on, you pop it in the oven on a cookie sheet, steam some broccoli, do some Brussels, and then you've got like a great family meal, right? So however you want to do it, it's not about the food choices. It's more about like being realistic about what your life is like. If you're a full-time working mom, or if you've got babies, or if takeout is what you're doing, whatever, you just sort of lay that out all out. And it gives you this feeling of control around what your family's going to be eating and what you're eating um, throughout the day. So start out by gathering up the information of what your tribe is doing that week, get your schedule, lay their schedule in, and then that's going to determine how many meals am I actually cooking? How many meals will I be doing takeout or ordering in? How many meals, like what's realistic for the week? Because if you pick, uh, like say you do, I like to do this all on a Sunday. Um, things are more relaxed around my house. My husband can hang out with Lincoln for a couple of hours while I food prep. Generally, uh, because I know I'm going to be doing it on Sunday, then I'll do the Costco run earlier in that week. So I have all the items that I need to do it. And that's my day. You can choose any day you want. But taking a couple hours to sort of like food food plan and then also food prep for the week can really, really help set you up for success. So you're going to take your tribe schedule. You're going to lay that all out. Then you lay like forecast what meals. Um, it's a lot like the 24-hour food plan, but it's just for seven days. Or if, if seven days is overwhelming and what you can do is three days, whatever works for you. So pick three or so meals that you know you can totally or mostly, I'm doing finger quotes, finger quotes, pre-prep. So I do this with meatloaf. Like I'll take and I'll put, I do a turkey meatloaf. I'll put the turkey in there, the breadcrumbs, the, you know, all the stuff that you put in a meatloaf, the garlic, all that. And it's all in there and I mix it all up and it's sitting wet inside a bowl in the outside fridge. So that whatever, like say it's all that stuff's in the bowl and mixed up and it's ready to be thrown in the oven on a Wednesday night when I'm exhausted and I'm at the end of the, my rope and I've been doing work stuff all day or doing stuff for the kids all day and I'm pressed for time. And usually it would have been to resort to like a fast food item. So I have something pre-prepped that I did. And essentially what Corinne refers to this as is having your own back. So my best Diana, who is like, rested and relaxed and enjoying the weekend on a Sunday 
will pre-cook at the same time, actually. So I'll do like a meatloaf. I'll be browning some meat for tacos later in the week. Um, You could put together a chicken pot pie, whatever it is that you like to cook and you're going to be serving your family that you've got planned out. You can pre-prep a lot of that stuff so it's in your fridge and it's ready to go. Um, Obviously, like if you're doing potatoes or something like that, like I do meatloaf and potatoes, unless you're doing mashed potatoes, like I do the little, little tiny ones where I cut them up and then we put a little avocado oil on them and rosemary and we, and garlic salt and we bake them. To cut potatoes and leave them sitting for three or four days is not good. So there's some things you just can't pre-prep, but at least I know when I have the potatoes there, I've already gone to the grocery store. And so that like that planning thing, it's just sort of like, how can we make things as easy as possible for you to be successful? That's sort of what it's all about. Um, And I used to do it with chicken pot pie, but then I realized Costco has a really amazing one and you can't even like, for the, it's like 22 bucks or something for a chicken pot pie. So for the cost of like buying all that stuff, it's just cheaper to do it from Costco and it's delicious. So when you have your power hour and you know, whatever that is, and you're, you food prep three or four meals, then all of a sudden you're in a situation where you're not like, oh my God, everyone's starving. The kids are nagging at me. No, you've got something quick and easy that you already planned. I know on Wednesday, we're having XYZ. I know on Tuesday night we had a lasagna and it was a, sorry, it was a frozen lasagna. Had a bunch of veggies with it, but it was like the plan was already there, the food was already there, and then we're not like accidentally running by McDonald's. If you're one of these people who's been getting pulled around like a rag doll with your, what you're eating and you can't get control of it and you keep saying, okay, I'm going to start on Monday and then you have like big clean out the pantry, overstuff yourself all weekend, last supper type situation and then Monday comes and your life's still crazy and you know life is just going to keep rolling in just like the oceans at the beach it's never going to stop so there's always going to be something so you have to find a way to actually plan for your life uh to be crazy because it probably will be um you know whether you're taking care of your parents or you're taking care of your kids or you're just trying to take care of yourself and you've got your job and a crazy boss or whatever it is going on none of that craziness has anything to do with the fact that you still have to nourish yourself and we need to learn how to nourish ourselves in a way that isn't punishing ourselves or like either starving ourselves or overstuffing ourselves because neither one feels good to us mentally right having a plan in place for your whole week not that it's perfect not that it's salad every day and steamed broccoli and chicken for dinner that's you know tasteless i'm not saying that i'm just saying lay out your week so that you actually know what you're gonna have. And you'll notice that once you actually have control over that, then once you've got that practice down that you mostly, say say even you get four out of seven days right, you're like, oh, that night, that Thursday night, when we all sat down around the table and we had chicken pot pie and vegetables, I felt so calm about it and it felt really, really good. And then you can write in your journal about, you know, what did you learn about that? And it is such an incredible way to Start taking those steps towards taking care of yourself around food, changing the way you eat and changing the way that your family views mealtime. And so basically to boil this all down, all you have to do is sit down on, say your food prep is going to be on a Sunday. Sit down on Thursday and write Thursday through Thursday what you guys I'm sorry, Sunday through Sunday, what you guys in your family are doing and what you think you might want to eat. No pressure. 
Okay. Then on Friday, go and gather up that whole grocery list full of food that you're going to need. And then on Sunday, pre-prep as much of it as you can. Turn on the music in your kitchen, turn on your candles, you know, do it after you've had your walk and your workout and you're just feeling really good and get a bunch of that food prep done so that the majority of your week is actually pretty easy. On Thursday night when you come home and it's been something crazy that came up with work and you're late, you're coming home to the comfort of knowing the fact that you've got something to throw in the oven or some kind of plan, or at least the food is actually in your home, right? Instead of feeling like, oh my God, here I am being pulled around like a rag doll. At food prep time, do some affirmations. You know, I've I've caught myself like, okay, I've got onion sauteing. I've got meatloaf that I'm prepping. I am doing something great for my family. I'm joining the sunlight in my kitchen. And I mean, I think directing your mind to say like, look at me. I'm like actually pre-planning what this week is going to be like for us. I'm enjoying the music and the smell of, you know, whatever cooking. And I'm proud of myself for learning something new. And I'm not perfect ever, but I'm showing up and trying. And once you have a couple of weeks of gathering this win of accomplishment where you're like, I'm trying. It's not a perfection thing. I just am trying. You will start looking forward to this feeling and this time that you set aside every week where you're doing something great and setting up your week and you are affirming yourself and you're trying and that's a win. So I hope that you'll give uh, food prepping or at least thinking a few days ahead about food. Uh, I feel like it's been one of those things that has really added a lot of more than anything, just peace and comfort. I mean, at the end of the day, our whole family is going to eat anyway, but for me to know what's for dinner every night and I'm only thinking about it once and just writing out the list for the week and I'm only shopping once, it takes that sort of feeling that I used to have where I'm like, oh God, I got to feed all these people tonight. What does everyone want to eat? Like, And many, many times that feeling would come up for me and I would basically just be like, oh, forget it. Let's, can you go run through Rubio's or can you go, you know, take the kids to pick up something? And I think that this is just such a much better way of doing it. Not that you can't plan, like for instance, last night, I told you guys we had, the kids were going in all sorts of different directions and we had to take one kid from work to a a, a function that she had. Then we had to pick her up in an hour and get her back to work. And I'm not cooking. Like, why? Why not just pick something up, make your life easier? But knowing that that's the plan for that. So a little planning can definitely go a long way for making you feel like you are still working towards your goals. And that is going to be it for today. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.